Well, there has been a fair amount, I think you could say, of social media shaming of people that are seen in large gatherings, maybe playing a big basketball game or a soccer game. People saying, look, we all need to take these new rules and restrictions seriously if we want to stop this virus. Then there are the more serious cases, like the video of the man who was caught spitting on an elevator console in a building in Vancouver. Uh, His lawyer coming out this past past weekend and offering up the apology from his client. Uh, Many people saying that bylaw officers should be ticketing and fining people, not just giving them warnings. Well, where does this all stand and how do we navigate to what is illegal and what could lead to a criminal charge? Well, Vancouver lawyer Sarah Lehman has written about this in the Georgia Strait and she joins us on the line now to talk a bit more about this. Sarah Lehman, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. There, there is that I'm hearing from people saying, I wish that they were giving out fines or making the acts of going against physical distancing or endangering people, um, making, making kind of the rules seem to have more teeth. But you've written about the fact that the current criminal code, there are ways that people could be ticketed and punished. Oh, certainly. Our criminal laws as they exist now are sufficient in order to properly address uh, different types of behaviors that we're unfortunately seeing happening more and more as, of course, you know, these conditions wear on. And, you know, it's important for us to understand that the actions that people take when they go ahead and ignore social distancing mandates, either intentionally or recklessly, uh, will have consequences, uh, not just potentially for the community at large, but also for themselves. So what would happen then, or what could happen? And we'll use the example of the man who was seen on that footage spitting on the elevator. I mean, he has issued an apology. Could he be criminally charged? He could be, in my opinion. I think that he could be charged with mischief, which is um, quite a wide offense. And, you know, it does carry quite serious penalties. Uh, If you end up being convicted of mischief, you could see large monetary fines. In extreme cases, there could even be jail time issued. So, you know, these types of things really do carry serious consequences. And it's important to drive that message home to everybody. And what about the cases we've seen where people being arrested have coughed in the faces of officers. If you don't have COVID-19 and you do that, I would imagine that would be treated differently. Or is it just the act of coughing in an officer's face during this that would be deemed criminal? Well, I mean, I think it's never advisable to be coughing or spitting or doing anything like that to anybody, and particularly police officers who are out there on the front lines, you know, risking themselves and their safety every single day during this global pandemic. But there is a distinction between, you know, simply, say, coughing on somebody uh, intentionally versus unintentionally. Of course, if it's not intentional, then that shouldn't warrant any type of criminal sanction. But if you're intentionally coughing on somebody and then, you know, maybe telling them or saying, you know, I'm COVID-19 positive or, you know, I'm trying to transmit the virus to you, that person could theoretically be charged with aggravated assault because not only are they assaulting a person by coughing on them without any consent, but they're also doing it for the purposes of potentially transmitting that deadly virus. 
Uh, you mentioned in the article as well about Mike Farnworth, who's our public safety minister, uh, telling people that a breach of the health orders could result in fines or even jail time. How realistic is that, though, given that we tend to view uh, the the criminal justice system as, as we don't send people to jail all that often? How realistic is it that people breaching health orders would be? Well, I mean, it's a bit of a double-edged sword, particularly right now, given the very unique nature of this pandemic, because at the same time that we're saying, you know, we have to take this very seriously and issue serious penalties for those who contravene these mandates, we're also saying that we shouldn't be sending people to jail in these conditions. And one of the reasons for that is because it does compromise the safety and security of people who are serving in custody sentences, as well as people who work in those facilities. So, you know, jail is always a last resort, but particularly right now during this pandemic. Uh, that being said, there are still other ways to get around that. I mean, people could be ordered on conditions for house arrest. They could be ordered to pay large monetary fines, which really hits home. Um, and there's a number of other things that can be asked of people in order to make sure that they do keep these um, these mandates in mind and take them seriously. And does it come to down to the issue as well of if somebody, and we've had bylaw officers and people in parks and places where, where there are large gatherings telling people that they need to distance, that they're too close. But wouldn't there be an issue, it would be difficult, wouldn't it, for somebody to prove uh, these two people intentionally stood close together if they're saying, oh, we didn't realize it, it was a mistake? Yeah, I mean, there's just so many difficulties in terms of enforcing uh, social distancing orders. I think the important thing to realize is that not every single contravention of the mandates that are out there will constitute something that warrants a criminal charge. I think that criminal charges should be kept for the most egregious cases, cases where it's plainly obvious that the person is trying to intentionally engage in behavior to put themselves or other people at risk in the community. People who are just, you know, going about their daily business, maybe not paying close attention to how far they're standing away from others, should be reminded about their obligations and potentially issued with bylaw infractions that don't carry a criminal jeopardy. And just wanted to touch on one other topic in the piece, and it's comparing Canadian laws, uh, be it terrorism laws or ways to crack down on this type of behaviour, compared to what we're seeing in the States. Certainly, yes. The U.S., we've seen a different approach in some states. We have seen a number of states actually going ahead and charging people under anti-terrorism laws. Now, I don't think that we're going to have to resort to that here in Canada. And our laws are probably a little bit ill-suited for that because in order to be charged under anti-terrorism legislation, there does have to be an intent to actually cause harm for some type of politically uh, motivated reason or religiously motivated reason. Uh, And I don't think that we're going to hopefully see anything like that. All right. What would be your advice to people then? Obviously, we all want to get through this as quickly and safely as we possibly can. What would be your advice then to people who maybe are concerned that they could be charged for making a mistake or uh, when they see people out in public breaking these rules? Yeah, I mean, again, I don't think we're going to see people being criminally charged for just making simple mistakes. But I think it's important to make sure that everybody is well aware of what's expected of them from provincial health authorities and to make sure that we're all doing our part in observing those new mandates. Because, again, you know, they aren't just kind suggestions. These are things that have to be observed in order to get us through this together uh, in the quickest way possible so we can get back to life as normal. All right. We will leave it there. Sarah Lehman, thank you so much for your time. 
Thank you so much for having me. All right. Sarah Lehman is a lawyer at Sarah Lehman Law, and you can read her latest piece that was in the Georgia Strait.